Hi, this is Mike Brissell, voice of Living with the Land and the Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover. We invite you to sit back, relax, and enjoy your Grand Circle Tour of Tomorrowland with the Mickey Dudes Podcast. And now, from the Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor... It's the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Here's your master of ceremonies, Wazowski. Hello, humans! Hello, humans, and welcome to the latest and greatest episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. I am your host, Pachinetti. My co-host, Dave Koch, is returning from D23. So, I don't know, I think he saw some show called phantasmic or something i don't know what the heck that is but anyway but i am joined by two amazing rotating mickey dude commentators from the great white north chuck fitzgerald still not canada and i am running on a uh, political platform this year of building a wall around the tron coaster ouch that hurts and tron's number one fan from and all the only way across the from all the way across the pond, Stephen Maxwell. I'm surrounded by idiots. No, it should be just idiot. That would be Chuck. Except I'm right. <sighs> we'll get into that. So Chuck Chuck alluded to it already. Last week we had our D23 preview show. This week we're doing our D23 recap. Seeing how we look or seeing how we did with taking the rumors that we heard, seeing what was announced, giving some of our thoughts. But gentlemen, I know there are two rumors that were definitely confirmed. No doubt about it. First and foremost, Joffrey's coffee is the greatest coffee on earth. That goes without saying. But do you want to be Joffrey's next flavor originator? Help Joffrey's create a new coffee flavor for a chance to win a year's supply of Joffrey's coffee. Five delicious winners will be selected on August 3rd. Build your dream flavor. Go over to joffreys.com, enter the Flavor Originator sweepstakes for your chance to win. This is not a rumor. A year's worth of Joffrey's coffee. You got a chance. Head over to joffreys.com. The other rumor that was confirmed that we know 100% guaranteed, do you want to save thousands of dollars? And I'm talking about real money, saving thousands of dollars on DVC. Head over to DVC Resale Market. Nick and the team will save you as much money as they can and they will do everything they can to get you into dvc head over to dvcresalemarket.com check all the latest listings and get all the information that you might need on your purchase of dvc all right gentlemen let's recap some of the rumors that we heard some of the things that we talked about some of the things that happened in d23 and i'm sure when dave gets back and when we record the following show after this, he's going to have some stories. But I'll say this. I watched Jeff and Dave both get in these massive, massive lines that seemed to take forever. It was like ridiculous, a ridiculous mass of humanity all going to try to get all the information and all the new stuff and all the rumors confirmed. And one thing I think, I this is just me throwing this out there. If Universal had a U24, okay? 
and they had this really big convention. Do you think it would be as popular? Do you think you'd have thousands upon thousands of people like you did for D23? Chuck? No, because they can't even manage to properly run a water park and have that opened on time. How do you think they're going to do that? What are they going to do? Hold it on the freeway? <laughs> that would that'd be dangerous, Chuck. That wouldn't be cool at all. I don't know. It just it struck me as as funny and and it just seems like there's just so many people that went to this and 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 literally would get up at one o'clock in the morning, two o'clock in the morning to sleep out on a sidewalk or sleep out you know outside the convention center and then go inside and wait for three, four, five hours just to get into a panel. You know, I think Disney does some of the things that they do because they have such a loyal fan base. And I think what they did with D23 is they they brought their A-game. I think a lot of the announcements that came out were phenomenal. So let's take a look at some of them. Think about what we talked about on our last show. And one of the ones that we talked about that was str- that was pretty strong and we knew it was coming was the Ratatouille ride in France. Steven, what do you think about that? You know, are you happy? Are you glad? I know, you know, you said that you haven't been on it in Disneyland Paris, but are we are we glad that it's coming now? Definitely 100%? Definitely. I think you've got to have something in the, the France pavilion to actually do. Uh, there's not a lot to do there. I mean, there's... The, the 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 video, you know, but I don't know, like all the other videos in photo showcase, it's very dated. Uh, so to actually have another ride in Epcot is, I think it's really good. I'm, as I say, I've not been in the one in, in Paris, and this has been heavily rumored because obviously they put in the the permits and stuff like that to put it in a wee while back. So it was a sort of no-brainer that they were going to do this, but. Watching the the Parks and Resorts convention meeting uh, that they had, the the crowd just erupted when they, they announced it. You know, even though they knew that it was coming on its way, so I think that the more you can get into Epcot just now, the better. Oh, I agree, and we'll get into a couple more things with Epcot because I think I think uh, one of the main things that. I saw from the, all the announcements and I was watching it on Periscope while all these announcements come out. They're going to make a big effort for the 50th anniversary all throughout all parks. That's for sure. But they, they're going to overhaul. They're going to have, you know, they have a, they have a plan. They have a great idea of what's going to happen with Epcot. And, and surprisingly enough, Chuck, I, we didn't get one of the things that I was just pretty much guaranteeing and Brazil, no mention of a new nope. pavilion, no mention of a country, no mention of anything. What do you think about that? I think that it's not surprising. If you look back at the last couple of years, every year, the reputable news sites that confirm stories before they're actually confirmed um, announce, hey, we're getting a new pavilion. We we haven't. I mean, when, the last pavilion that was open was what, 1988, give or take? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, so that last pavilion is almost as old as I am. We're not going to get a new pavilion until... <laughs> yes, you're young. I know, until some country wants to pony up the money, and no one wants to do that right now. I, I mean, 
the economies across the world are not where they need to be in order for someone to just throw away money like that. And if you look at it, Disney's the one that's kind of subsidizing most of these pavilions now. When Epcot opened, when Magic Kingdom opened, there was Delta Dream Flight sponsored by Delta. There was Wonders of Life sponsored by MetLife. Is MetLife even still a thing anymore? There's no way that anyone's going to be putting the money into a pavilion at this current state. I mean, I could see Disney opening a pavilion, but it's not going to be what the pavilions have come to be come. I mean, it'll be IP based, if anything. Well, do you think they're just saving it? They didn't want to um, just give out all this information and they're saving it for a later date uh, closer to the 35th anniversary. Do we nope. think that's a possibility? Nope. You're, you're you're just saying right now, not a chance. I George Foreman guarantee it. That is not a chance. Wow, George Foreman guarantee. That's a big guarantee. And and it's going to be the men's warehouse guarantee too. <laughs> I I can guarantee not everybody is men is men's warehouse is that is that a national chain? Uh, I think so. Oh, Stephen okay. has no I, idea I, what I'm talking about. International, <laughs> yeah. yeah, not international, yeah, but um, yeah, you're I wasn't gonna like sure the way I look. I guarantee, I guarantee it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I obviously I've heard of it. And I didn't know if it was a Northeast thing or anything like that. But all right, <laughs> let's continue on with Epcot. Um, the China Pavilion is getting a new movie. Um, it, it, it new replacing the old one. Still the same idea with obviously an overview of China, um, but maybe more or less of the lines like a Soren or, you know, a continuous, uh, you know, an over, an overview, an aerial shot continuously through, you know, are, have you guys seen, when's the last time you saw the China, uh, the movie in China anyway, Steven? Uh, probably about 2010. Uh, the movies are not everything, you know, the thing I do every time I go, but the fact that they're actually getting back into China and to do this, I mean, it was a big, a big coup the first time uh, when they tried to get in and, and do the Great Wall of China and the Lost City or the Forbidden City, you know. So to get back in there, especially in today's sort of climate of political unrest, I think that Disney have, have really pulled it off. I know China obviously want to try and promote themselves as much as possible, but the barriers are still there. There's still a lot of things that you can't actually do in China so to get a new film off of this especially coming up for the the, the 50th anniversary you know I think it would be really really good yeah I, a full disclosure not this is this is a surprise to anybody um if I've seen it I saw any of the movies in Epcot as a kid um my adult life I haven't bothered to stop in and watch any of the movies and to be honest with you I don't see that happening anytime soon maybe if I go on a trip with just my wife then, then it's a possibility. Um, but I'm definitely not gonna sit there and watch them with my kids. They would just, they would, they would boycott and go ballistic. So, uh, you know. So to be honest with you, I don't remember ever seeing the China one. I'm not saying I never saw it. I'm just saying I never don't remember it. So when the new one comes in, I might be like, "Yay, this is awesome!" Or I won't see that either. What I don't know. year was the Will Smith Big Willie style CD released? Are you kidding me? Like, Nin- why would I? Why would I? Ninety-seven. So I probably saw it one year after that. <laughs> that that was your that was your point of reference. That's fantastic. Well, it was that or Willennium. 
I could also honestly say I've never bought a Will Smith CD. So, well, you don't know about Will Smith and DJ Jazzy Jeff, quite obviously. <laughs> oh, I, oh, I do. Please, is, is that another Northeast thing, Pat? Um, no, that's not a Northeast thing. But they, hey, they were born and raised in Philly, so that's kind of a Northeast thing. So, West Philadelphia, right. they were born and raised. He yeah, spent exactly. uh, most of his days on the playground. <laughs> Oh boy, this this is going downhill fast. Where's Dave when you need him? Oh, why is he going to oh, institute true. a budget on CDs now? Yeah, probably, or get locked out of his place. So it doesn't really matter. <laughs> All right, uh, a couple another another big one coming out of Epcot is the uh, is Guardians of the Galaxy. You know, it's coming. Um, I they didn't give much detail on the actual ride itself um it is going to be replacing um ellen's universe ellen's energy adventure um Mm -hmm. but here's the thing chuck i'll i'll tell you what i had an issue with but what do you think about the uh, guardians of the galaxy coming in over in epcot and replacing ellen um replacing ellen i'm okay with i mean there's the nostalgia piece of it but nostalgia only does so much good um it's fine. I mean, Ellen needed to go. I mean, that, that thing hadn't been touched from a aesthetic standpoint, from an overlay standpoint, from a refurb standpoint in years. Ellen used to fight a giant snake. Not in the past four years she hasn't. Well, by giant <laughs> snake, I mean giant snake dinosaur thing. But they, they just took it out and pretended it never existed. Um, so it's probably a good thing that Ellen, which... I'm pretty sure was shot on a Betamax camera um, is gone. Um, I lo- I enjoyed it. Don't get me wrong. I, I loved the Ellen ride. It was great. It was a great place to go relax for 35 minutes. But the fact that they had to warn you nine times that, hey, 45 minute attraction, you cannot leave, probably signified some of the issues that they were having. Yeah, th- that's... That's one of the things that I think is is something I consistently have heard about Ellen, especially recently. Um, it's great. It's you know, it's a really hot day. You can go in there for 35, 45 minutes, and you could relax. You can nap. You can get air conditioned. I think once that starts becoming the the prevalent thing that I've been hearing, I think it's time for it to go. And and I think you know, Guardians of the Galaxy, it's a great way to get them into the parks over here. So I, I'm looking forward to it, obviously. The only thing I didn't really get was the connection. And if you saw the D23 convention and if you saw a picture, um, Star-Lord as a kid went to Epcot. And that's the really? connection. So that, that that was the picture that Chapik showed and was like, oh, look, this is how we're going to tie what, it in. He was, what movie he was, was that in? Correct. They made a picture up of him as a kid. Um, okay. All right. Time yeah. out. Time out. Let, let's, oh, you didn't see this? No, I, see I this. did not see this. Let's let's derail this that was a train. Still picture. I, I'm telling you, that's what it, that Why? was the connection. Why do they need to make a connection? I, Why does because... it matter that much that we need to waste someone's time with that? I, I mean, there's there's a lot of refurbs going on. There's a lot of things that someone should be doing. But you know what, John? Why don't spend like the next four hours in Photoshop Star Lord into Epcot? No. No, 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 no. Why? Why? Just throw it in yeah. there. Don't say anything about it. No one's going to say anything. But now that they do this, of course I have to bring it up and say, really? Really? Yeah, that 
it's it, it seems kind of cheesy if you ask me. You kind know, of. I, I get okay, it was cheesy. You know, the idea of they're trying to, I think, stay as close to the roots of Epcot as possible. I think it's something to do with that. I think they completely missed the mark on it. I think it got a good chuckle. Um, but I don't really think that any, anybody's going to be like, oh, look, there's a connection. He was here for edutainment as a child. So so we're going to destroy edutainment and put him in here anyway with a bad Photoshop. Well, hey, you know what? You never, you never know what the what the actual ride's going to be about. Maybe there's some connection with the picture that we're just not aware of yet. I, I, I don't know. I, 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 just I think this is huge because this is the first real big thing that's going in this side of of the country. You know, that's to do with Marvel. Obviously, they can do it over uh, in Disneyland all they want, but this side of the Mississippi, this is the biggest thing that's actually happened, and. I know, obviously, they've got the rights to Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, because it's not a, a mainstay, it's a Marvel uh, product or a character that Universal have actually used in their theme parks. But it's huge because it, this is it. This is just the opening of the door that they, they can get this one in, then they can get, start getting the other unknown Marvel products in. And it, there will be more and more like this. My main concern is that uh, it is Guardians of the Galaxy on the east and west coast now. You know, they are just trying to get it in. Is it popular? Probably. You know, I mean, it's a couple of big films out of it. Should you be making like huge attractions around it? I don't know. You know, I really, I don't think it's big enough to actually. Oh, wait a, I mean, wait, a wait a second! You've got other films. Wait a second! Wait a second! Wait a second! I think I. I you've got other films that are going on for like years Tron? that are absolutely. I fantastic. knew you were going with that. <laughs> like Tron. You know, and and they've not made anything. You know, all of a sudden, you know, if, I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy hasn't that old. You know, it doesn't need to be old to have an attraction. Just going into France just now. No, 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 no. Time out. For starters, Steven, let, let's let's backtrack a little bit. I, I don't know if enough people have seen it. Tron. Tron. Tron's getting its own ride. More people have seen Guardians of the Galaxy than Tron. But I, I do think you make an interesting argument about it's not that old. Um, Disney notoriously drags its feet with lands. Star Wars land, Avatar land, um, Toy Story land. The frozen country. Why is Guardians getting this special treatment? Is it because of the non-compete that Marvel has with Universal and Disney trying to take away some of that market share? Because that's the only thing yes. that I could think of. And it makes logical sense in that aspect and in no aspect whatsoever other than that. Um, they're shoehorning it in. I saw the concept art. It looked good. But this is new for Disney. And I think... It's only because they want to try to steal some market share away from Universal. It's just thumbing their nose at Universal. It's, look, we can do this now. But I mean, we've said in the other podcast, Universal are still raking it in on the, the basis that Marvel is a big, big seller. And it is the only place you can go and see Spider-Man. You know, and all these different... Captain America all these different characters, so they're still raking it in, and I don't see them giving this franchise up anytime soon, so 
Disney have got to sort of go down the other route. Just say, I mean, it's, it's only a few years old. You know, there's other characters and other, sorry, other films that could have actually get in there rather than Guardians of the Galaxy. I, I, what, I, what I'm seeing and what I'm thinking, I don't know if it really matters anymore what movie, meaning how long the movie's been out. Is it a classic? Is it not? You know, I really think it's based off of is the ride good? And in this world that is completely instant gratification based, especially the younger generations, if it entertains me and it takes me away for those three, four, five minutes, then it's good. If the ride sucks, I don't care if it's Tron, I don't care if it's Guardians of the Galaxy, I don't care if it's Snow White. If the ride's awful, the IP that it's attached to won't matter. So I, I don't think it. I don't. I don't think it matters that it's Guardians of the Galaxy in any way, shape, or form. If it's a good ride, it's going to work. If it's not, it's not. It's that simple, in my opinion. Well, they're closing it on the thirteenth of August. I've heard as well, mm-hmm. which is really, really fast after the announcement. You know, to get yeah. something closed and started. You know, obviously they've only got a couple of years to go to the fiftieth anniversary, but same way, Disney don't do things quick. Especially in the middle of summer. Yeah, I, and I, the funny thing is, I'll be there before it closes. I still won't go on it. <laughs> I, have no, I, have, I, have, I have no desire to go on Ellen's. But anyway, let's just finish off Epcot really quick. Mission Space gets a new, uh, a new green side. Um, you know, instead of the tame version of the same thing on the side of orange, it's going to be kind of soaring around the world. They said, and they're also getting a new uh, restaurant, kind of with space theme. Which I think fits. I think it's you know it's going to be fun. It's going to be interesting. I think they need something to try to get Mission Space to be more of a people eater. Hopefully that will work with the restaurant when that gets finished. All right, let's just um, let's head over to the Magic Kingdom. Wait, really? Cool. You Rick, missed what? a great segue, and I have things to say about the Mission Space thing. Are they going to serve you space food? I hope not. Space food is like freeze dried and awful. Yeah, that that's well, my the ice, the, the, the ice cream is pretty good though. Well, Dippin' Dots, the ice cream of the future and space, <laughs> haven't really taken off. No pun intended. Like they said they would, but you missed a fantastic segue. Speaking of things closing on August thirteenth, I yeah, I want to get to that. I wanted to get to that later, but if you want to go there now, let's let's. Well, no, I just Kingdom. wanted to point out the segue. We can continue to Magic Kingdom. No, let's let's go to Hollywood Studios now. That's the you know I was gonna do that, but I decided to go to give Steven his moment midway through. But let's why don't go to we Hollywood. let why don't we let him close the show out with the bang? All right, we'll do we'll do it that way. It's the only time right, anyone's so, been excited about Tron ever. <laughs> so um, Disney's Hollywood Studios, uh, Star Wars theme land. It got it. It's got its name finally. You know, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Uh, does it do anything for you guys? Yes. No. Yes. No. I mean, the concept art and the the model that they rolled out in relation to Star Wars land, land was fantastic. Oh yeah, no, uh, no. The land I think is going to be great, but does the name do? Is is the name like anything for you, Stephen? Do you like the name? No. Okay. Yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that doesn't really do anything right. for me. I mean, I don't, I don't know what they would have called it. I don't know what I would have called it. But I don't think it'd be that. Yeah, I, I thought Star Wars Land kind of worked. <laughs> 
but <laughs> but hey, let's go with Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Um, but as you were alluding to, Stephen, you know they rolled out this gigantic model, and if we thought Pandora was immersive, if you think Harry Potter is immersive, just from if they come anywhere close to that model, this will be the standard for all other theme park projects to follow. It's just it looks ridiculous. It looks unreal. It really looks like you're on another planet. And I think what they learned from Pandora and Avatar, they are just going to up their game even more mm. and just take it to the next level. Mm. I think the fact that they've got the hotel there as well and it is as you say totally immersive. You know, as soon as you walk in it is all Star Wars. You know, and I think that would be fantastic for any Star Wars fan. Uh, and then obviously to go into the land and do the, the rides there as well. But the fact that they've got the hotel really, it shows intent. You know, it shows obviously maybe the marketplace in the world, you know, the world economy is actually picking up a wee bit. Because they're actually doing a hell of a lot. And with the hotel as well, they don't build hotels if you can't fill them. Yeah, you know, the only thing about the hotel, I think that could be a problem. They, they rumor has has it that you know the price is this, the price is that. Len Testa did did put out it was something like six hundred. He's hearing something like six hundred and fifty a night, um, but basically it's going to run about twenty five hundred dollars for a family of four for two or three nights. That's a lot of money, and I, I but I get it. Everything's included. From what I understood, but that's still that's a that's a chunk of change, especially then if you're only doing it two or three nights, then most likely you're going to continue your vacation in Disney World, and that that's another you know big chunk of change on top of that. Well, look at the look at Universal. I mean, they've got the Hard Rock Cafe. They're turning over three fifty, three hundred fifty dollars. It's two hundred fifty pounds a night there, and what do you get? Not a lot, and I know obviously. This hotel is going to ramp up a wee bit more, but if it's totally immersive as soon as you walk through that door and you are in Star Wars, folk will throw money at this thing to stay there. You know, folk will actually give up going to the parks and go to this hotel. Yeah, yeah, Stephen's 100% right, and I think that's what Len Testa and Jim Hill talked about on their two episodes ago Disney Dish. Um, they're not going after Disney fans with this one. They're going after Star Wars fans. And the Star Wars community and the Disney community does have an overlap, but it's not an entire overlap. I mean, if you're looking at that Venn diagram, it's the little section yeah. in the middle. They're they're going after that big section off to the left there. They're they're going big and they're swinging for the fences on this Star Wars hotel and Star Wars land. Now, when it comes down to it, I'm excited about it. The name doesn't really make a difference. Um, I'm just excited for a new land. I mean, I mean if it's Avatar-like, that's great because it's immersive. Um, but I don't really foresee this moving anything other than getting the needle for the Star Wars fans into Disney parks and spending their money in in uh, that fashion. Yeah, no, and I think that's a really good point that you both are saying. Um, there is that there is that market, and and I think that. The Star Wars fans will shell out, shell out the money. They really will. That's a really good point. All right, so back on to the August 13th closing. Here's another ride that I'll have the chance to ride before I go, but unless it's a short ride, 
Um, adios, see you later. The Great Movie Ride is closing as of August 13th. And to be honest with you, it doesn't bother me. I couldn't care less that it's closing. I've done it. Sure, it's great, or it was. Even the refurb when they, you know, when when Turner came in, mm. you know, it's just, it's just not. Mm. It's just never. It really never did much for me. I, I don't know. Whoever's mm-ing, go ahead and it, talk. It's me. Why am I? Of course, okay. it's me. So the <laughs> oh yeah, the the Turner refurb turned it from the great movie ride to the movie ride. Um. It, it really eliminated everything that was great about that ride, and that was the cast member that acted in the entirety of the uh, the show. That that was really a shame in the beginning of the end for the great movie ride. Um, I used to love the ride. I mean, I'm not going to lie, but in years recent, it has fallen into very, very bad disrepair. There were effects that didn't work. And the thought was, eh, who cares? And it started to show. So, I mean, it was really a problem. I am excited for Mickey's Railway. Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Okay. Mickey's Railroad to the Sky or whatever they want to call it now. Um, Mickey's Runaway Train. Nice music reference there. Good job, Chuck. (laughs) Soul Asylum. Um, I got that one. Good. Um... (sighs) But that, you know what, this 2.5D that they're talking about where it's 3D without glasses, which I I don't know if that's how numbers work, but uh, <laughs> it sounds exciting. I mean, it, it's new technology, it's a new ride, and hopefully it's going to it, enhance the park a little bit more because DHS is really hurting, um, and, and it has been for a little while due to all the construction, and this isn't going to help. But I think yeah. the end result is is going to help. Now, now, just so I'm clear, the theater facade is staying, right? Correct. Yeah, because they okay. they, they they spent all the money on the projection mapping and all that stuff. There 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 was no need to to redo the whole building. But mm-hmm. here's the thing, you know, like you were saying, they're hurting right now. So we're, you're closing something down on August thirteenth. So another attraction is is gone from Hollywood Studios. That's gonna hurt, and yet they'll still charge the same amount. Um, I read, I read a blog or a, a, a forum today, and Sunday was kicking off because they're going mid September, and especially with Hollywood Hollywood Studios, and they're saying that there's more stuff in their local fun fair. Open rather than well, in Hollywood Studios just now. The amount of things that are actually closing down, and this is another thing. It's middle of middle of the summer. It's a height. I know, obviously, Disney World carries right the way throughout the year, but the majority of the the people that go are going through the summer. You know, summer holidays. You know, kids off school, they're going to go there and to close them and a people eater because it really is. It takes in a lot of people halfway through the summer. I don't know if that's such a good idea. It's exactly the same as Ellen. What were you going to say, Chuck? Um, I think it was... they, prob- they There's no way Disney went off on this one half-cocked. They did their research and thought, well, when yeah. does the times change? But the, the argument of my local funfair has more to do than <laughs> um, Disney Hollywood Studios is absurd. Uh, okay, it may have more attractions, but you're not going to get the same type of experience. 
definitely got the views. <laughs> got the clicks on somebody saying that though. Uh, but I don't agree with it. I mean, obviously the the rides you've got in Hollywood Studios just now, you know, it's obviously my favourite ride, Tower of Terror. You know that that, that alone, you know, would would blow out any fun affair. Yeah, but true. With rock and roller coaster and stuff like that, you know, it's and Star Wars. You know, it's great. You know, I love Hollywood Studios and. Yes, you're taking a people eater away, but it, it, as I said, it's the middle of the summer, and I know obviously they've got time to actually get in, deconstruct it, you know, and put the the Mickey and Minnie ride in. But they could have maybe held off a couple of months. Yeah, I, I don't, you know, like Chuck said, you know, obviously I, I'd assume they did their research. The only thing I, you know, with the Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railroad Railway Ride. The new Mickey shorts, you know, that's the one they're going after. That's the one they're modeling it after, um, the TV or the cartoon that's on the Disney Channel now. I personally thought when the rumor came out it was going to be more classic Mickey or, you know, Mickey through some time. You know, this is a more up-to-date, it's a more, like, edgier, and it's, you know, definitely for a younger, more quote-unquote hip crowd. So this is right up your alley, Chuck. You know, and, and that's, the, that's the part. I really didn't think they were going to do that, but, you know... From everything they're saying, it's going to be a great ride. So, f- fantastic. All right. Uh, got got confirmation. Toy Story Land opens summer 2018. I, for one, wasn't shocked by this. Um, I heard this a while ago. Um, they didn't want to open, you know, Star Wars and Toy Story at the same time. So, you know, from all the pictures that I'm seeing, uh, you know, Slinky Dog roller coasters being put together. You know, and you can see the track now. And there's a lot of things going on there. So, I think, uh, you know, 2018 for the summer. Unfortunately, when I go again in 2018, it'll be in April, so I'll miss it. So I'll have to wait another year probably to go down and see it. But, you know, be all right. I just think over the last, or the next couple of years, the construction that Disney are doing is phenomenal. Oh, yeah. You know, if they're putting in, obviously, Star Wars Land, I think it's 2019. Yep. You know, they're putting in Toy Story Land 2018. It is just, it's blowing things out of the water. You know, and I know obviously the Toy Story thing wasn't too much of a a, a shock to everybody either because you could actually see the construction. You know, there's been sort of their own pictures of the construction already. Uh, but to put in two huge lines as well as obviously this year have an avatar as well. You know, it's they are just pushing right the way forward it's the first time they've actually done this in years yeah i think you we were we were seeing a really nice volley back and forth between universal and walt disney world seeing you know who could outdo who you know and, and we got a really nice exchange and we got you know new things coming out from both and i think disney had such a grasp on everything theme park related especially in Orlando for the longest time Universal started taking some of that away and I think Disney got a little pissed off <laughs> they're like oh yeah well here's what we're gonna do bang 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 boom and you know what they dropped the mic and Universal even if they come out with Nintendo World Nintendo Land whatever you want to call it I don't think it's gonna be enough no for if if Disney comes out with everything they said they're going to come out with, I don't, I don't, I think Universal is going to be hurting. Uh, I fully agree with it that. Will be. I mean, so I don't mean to cut you off, Stephen, but I don't. Well, all right. So let me rephrase that. 
given the fact that Universal has Harry Potter, I don't think Universal is going to be hurting. But I think I what, see that. what you're seeing in present day is a lot of people taking a day or two away from Disney and moving that needle over to Universal for those day or t- for that day or two. Um, that needle is going to come right back to where it was um, yep. in in the early nine early to mid nineties. That's going to go right back into Disney's favor, and all this expansion is there's going to be growing pains, but there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Now, the only thing that concerns me, the fiftieth is five years away. Twenty twenty one. Yeah, twenty twenty one. Yeah, How long years. did it take to build Avatar from announcement to uh, opening? Yeah. I'll give you that, but I, I James Cameron had a lot to do with that. James Cameron may have had a lot to do with that, but you're you have your finger in fifteen different pies right now. I mean, you you have everything going on at Hollywood Studios. You have everything going on at Epcot. You have everything going on at Magic Kingdom. You're building two new hotels, and the rumors um, for land clearing at where was it Blizzard Beach, I think. So where are they getting all these construction people? Yeah, anybody, um, anybody that needs a construction job, head down to Orlando, Florida area. You're gonna find a job. Just saying. At least for the next five years. Yeah. So. Did they not say that they were going to open up Disneyland's Star Wars land first? Though? Yes, they did. Yes, and, and they part did. of that is because they're way so, ahead on construction. Alright. So I mean, obviously, did that that'll open first? Obviously, I don't know when the Disney World one is going to open it. They never gave a date for that, did they? They just obviously gave a generic one that Star Wars Land was going to be opening in 2019. Right, correct. So, uh, obviously, maybe I'll take another year or so to actually get the Disney World one up and running. But I think Universal, they've got the third stage of Harry Potter coming out. They've also got, uh, as you say, Nintendo Land. They've just opened Volcano Bay. I think... It's not in a part in relation to the sort of presentation that Disney have just done, but again, that's in the future. Universal can knock these things out in a year. You know, they build fast compared to Disney. They build it and just get it out there, and I think it may well still take a couple of years for Disney actually to get that mantle back because it sounds good and it sounds absolutely phenomenal, but. It's two, three years away. Oh, yeah. True. But And here's the thing, and, and this is going back to Walt himself. Walt was very smart. When he came to Florida, he knew he needed the land. They are blessed with so much land, it is redonkulous that they can still use. Universal is not blessed with this. And Universal, for the land that they need, they're going to have to buy a lot of it back or buy it, you know, either back or buy new. And Disney has the land. So, you know, if Disney wants to keep expanding, so we'll go into the, the next couple of you know rumors that were confirmed. We have you know another hotel. We have a DVC hotel coming off of Caribbean Beach, the Riviera, and you know there's room for that. You know, and that's going to be amazing. There's room for the Star Wars hotel. You know, and that's going to be like we said before, immersive, and they have room to you know put. Star Wars land and Toy Story and Pandora and they have whatever they really want to do. They have the land to do it. And I think that's going to be it. So kind of going with what you were saying, Stephen, it might not be for two or three years down the road, but after the 50th, 
once they get all the kinks out of everything and if everything gets put up by the 50th that's when i think you'll start to see like chuck said you know universals where they're taking the two three days away from disney they take a day away now because people want to go see harry potter still all right um other let's go transportation uh the two things that came out the gondola um ride the disney skyliner gondola um (laughs) the, the disney skyliner um, the pictures for it, you know, it looks cool. I, I, I think it's going to be, you know, uh, an interesting thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it scares me a little bit, uh-huh. uh, you know, <laughs> the, the heights, the lightning that could possibly just pop up out of nowhere. The, you know? the fact that you could know. just stop because the, the way that this may or may not work, I'm assuming you're going to have to stop to unload people and load people. It's not going to be a perpetual motion type thing. Um, oh, I, oh I, I didn't even think about that. That's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> and, and what if, like, lightning strikes a power plant or something and you're just uh. stuck? <laughs> no one's ever gotten stuck on the monorail before. Monorail? Yeah. I, uh, yeah, sure. Monorail? Yeah. There's never been one. Uh, That's just worst case scenario, though, isn't it? Well, Stephen, be prepared. Like Scar said, <laughs> be prepared. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm sure Disney is trouble. I'm not so sure that Disney has actually thought about this. I'm, I'm sure someone has, but whether or not it's made it no, to they, the coffers. They definitely, <laughs> they definitely thought about it. You know, the gondolas are, you know, they're going up in big cities and things of that nature. So, you know, the, the research has been done. So, obviously, the Imagineers and the people at Disney are much smarter than us. So, I think they're they're going to, you know, figure it all out, but... Now that you put all those thoughts in my head, I hate you. And I'm going to go on to the next transportation thing. The minivan service. Those actually went, we're recording today is July 17th. They actually went into service today. Um, there's been pictures out on Twitter and stuff where they are the, this is the quote unquote Uber kind of service that Disney's providing. It makes me sick when I saw the price tag. And I haven't seen official prices from today. I only saw what was what was being said was going to be the price. $15 to $20 for one way. That's twice as much as Uber. Who's going to pay that? Um, families. Families and yeah. what I saw was, um, not to besmirch Stephen, foreign guests who do not have the same type of uh, use of Uber, Uber that we have. Um, those people are going to want to stay within the Those Disney- people? I'm yeah, sorry. yeah. Are going to want to stay within the Disney bubble. And those people. Well, you know, Stephen, we did encourage you to use Uber. And we did. We had to kind of explain it a little bit, right? Dave had to send you that video, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's relatively new over here, you know, in relation to that. I mean, I remember speaking to yourselves and Dave. And I said, well, rather than hiring a car or doing this, just get an Uber. Mm -hmm. I went, right, okay, what do you do? He says, how do you do it? Is it an app-based thing? But yeah, I think it will be a lot of you know to real real tourists. I mean, I'm not saying obviously Americans are not real tourists. They go to Walt Disney World, but real tourists are coming from elsewhere. Not just the pretend ones, right? In fact, it's a, a mini <laughs> van as well. You know, it's a, it's a mini mouse van. It's all dressed up. Why wouldn't you? You get a picture taken outside of it, and everything. It's just an added attraction to to Disney World. It's like what I rode. 
Right. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, sorry to interrupt, Pat. Just a couple yeah. of things that I've seen today already. Um, for what it's worth, I believe today's trials were free. Um, so let's keep that in mind. Um, but I also do believe that the minivans are, from what I saw, now this may not be 100% correct and it may not be factual by the time that this is actually in full production, but they carry around two um, kids' seats, kids' carriers within the van itself. Plus, you, you're being transported by a Disney cast member on Disney property in a Disney-sanctioned way. You're not getting, uh, you know, Joe in his retired cop car. Joe um, Katoshi? Yeah, not Joe's Well, Joe Quat is, uh, is a different thing. Yeah, he's now running an Uber. Um, but, I mean, not – we took an Uber, and it wasn't exactly the nicest car in the world. Um, I mean, I'm sure the – the guy driving it was a very nice person, but it was definitely a retired cop car. You could see where the uh, the barrier between the criminals and the driver once was, and uh, I don't know how I felt about that being in the Uber car. <laughs> I think safety values as well. I mean, as you say, it's a Disney cast member that's going to be in the, the car. They know what they're doing. You know, they're not going to put somebody in there that's dodgy, but is. I'm not seeing anything bad about taxi drivers or Uber drivers, but you really don't know what you're getting into. Yeah, you know, I think I think what you both are saying is a very good point. And if you're going to take it one way, twenty bucks isn't terrible. But if you got to go back and forth, and it's fifteen or twenty dollars each way, so you're paying thirty or forty dollars. You know, do that three or four times. You know, that that kind of gets hefty, um, but. I see your points, and, and I do the, the vans themselves, and they're all decked out and looking like Minnie Mouse. I think that is pretty cool. So I have a question. I, yeah. How much was the uh, express bus transportation? Uh, I wanted to say it was like fourteen dollars for the day, or like twenty-eight or twenty-five for the week. It was something like that, you know. So was that the test run? Uh, I don't even. I, yeah, I don't know. If, I guess they're. I don't know that it not, wasn't. But I, they, I could see it, right? Like it, it makes yeah. logical sense. Yeah. As a shortcut, that Disney staff members can actually do, rather than just through your normal roads. Yeah. Well, and and then there's also the the idea of you know, you know who's going to pay for this? The people that don't care about the money that they're spending because they can spend it. And if, like you just said, Stephen, if it gets you a little shortcut or, you know, gets you a little back area or gets you there faster and it's safer, absolutely. I, I, you know, I think it's a good idea for for that. You know, I just personally, I don't think I'll be taking it, you know, but like you said, Stephen, I might take it once just to be like, hey, look at the car I drove in. That's pretty cool. All right, Stephen, it's it's your time to shine. Woo-hoo. We're going to head over to the Magic Kingdom, okay? And we're going to talk about some of the rumors that were confirmed very important rumor that was confirmed we are now getting the Tron themed roller coaster at the Magic Kingdom it doesn't look like from the from the um, artist renditions that I saw it doesn't look like it's replacing the Speedway like we talked about in our last show because it's not it, right it looks like it's going to be a, you know, right behind. And I saw an aerial view. And again, this goes with land. I had no idea there was actually that much land next to and behind Space Mountain. But there's a good piece of land back there. So we're going to keep the speedway. 
looks like they may be updating it. And then we're getting the Tron coaster. Steven, the floor is yours. I mean, I I was watching it. I was watching the, the Park from Resorts presentation and I was watching it about half past one in the morning and it came to it saying that Tron was coming, the Tron coaster was coming and I just threw my hands in the air and just screamed. Honestly, folk must have thought there was a murder in here at one point. <laughs> I was so excited. Uh, I just think that to bring something like this to even at the back of Space Mountain, because obviously Space Mountain is a big icon. It's a big iconic ride. You know, to put it at the back of that, that will revitalise that side of the park because there's not really a lot there. You've got Buzz Lightyear the other side, and but Space Space Mountain. You go to Space Mountain and it's like a cul-de-sac. There's nothing else really to do, so you just carry on. The amount of land as Pat was saying in between the back of Space Mountain and obviously going right the way over to the, the Contemporary I mean there is quite a lot of land there uh, but I think they missed a trick in announcing the Speedway as well, if they are keeping the Speedway which it looks as if they are doing they should have revamped that and done it into a, a Cars version as well, especially obviously within the back of Cars 3 just coming out this week as well So, but that, that's going to be a drawer for me I'll I'll do my damnedest to try and get back and do the trunk coaster and I'll be there all day. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to say this and and we can make fun of you. And we <laughs> and we do, we do a lot with when it comes Every day. When, when it comes to Tron. It, it's one of our favorite pastimes. But I <laughs> I don't I don't I don't care that it's Tron. I, again, going back to what I said before, is long and from everything I've seen from Shanghai, this Tron coaster looks awesome and if it gives me the thrill factor if it you know gives me the satisfaction of a great ride i don't care if it's tron i don't care if it's guardians of the galaxy i don't care what the ip is if that's a good ride that's all i care about wait a second though i i have a couple of things as i knew well, uh, we we knew you would chuck big shocker yeah, here as ever steven did you say cars just came out this week well, it's just over here this week. Oh, that's weird. I didn't know that. I assumed that that'd be a global release date. Anyways, um, I would have much rather preferred to see a Cars ride in Tomorrowland. Like, that could happen in the future. Man and machine become one. And, you know, Cars. But does does Lightning McQueen go to the car wash? Or does he take a shower? Mm. <laughs> that is a good question there, Chuck. In any case, um, I'm good for... <laughs> for Tron to take oh, uh, you put good and Tron in the same sentence there it's a ride um, I don't this is where I think the, the issue is going to be for this particular thing I don't foresee Tron moving the attendance numbers um, you're not having people going oh I want to go see the new Tron ride no it's going to be well Magic Kingdom has a new ride what's it about uh a movie from the 80s that no one saw. Oh, Tron. As I said before, it's going to generate Tron 3. This will be the, oh, the spark no, no chance. that we'll put on no the Tron third 3. element of Tron. <laughs> Alright, wait a minute. But even if, even if they even if they actually spawns a, a Tron 3, no one's going to see that one either. And people are still going to ask the same question. What is this? And all they're going to say is Magic Kingdom 
has a new roller coaster and it's awesome. And that's all people are going to care about. I love you, Steven. I think you're an amazing, amazing person. <laughs> but I I don't think it's not, not like before when we said, you know, Disney is catering to the Star Wars people to get them over to the Star Wars theme hotel. They're not they're not catering to the Tron group. The, the, the Tron movie's <laughs> thirty five years old. It was released in eighty two. It's older than I am. And it's still fantastic. <laughs> to who? To Steven, and that's all that matters. Yep, that's all that matters. Honestly, my kids love it. You know, it's see between Tron and Tron Legacy. You know, they can watch that anytime. And it, and I know obviously they're probably taking a lot from me, but even even my son was sitting here, well, half past one in the morning, and he was excited the fact that Tron Coaster was coming to Walt Disney. They waited you know, 28 just... years to make a sequel. And what? Look at Mary Poppins. <laughs> I don't think that needs a sequel. Oh, yeah. They shouldn't be making <laughs> that, was that good. sequel. That was good. <laughs> oh, Stephen, that was fantastic. All right. So... <laughs> Let's, <laughs> uh, that was good. I I really like that one. All right, let's wrap this entire show up, okay? A lot of the things were confirmed. What I think is is clearly confirmed is that Disney is bringing their A game. What I think is clearly confirmed is that the future for Disney World looks amazing. And we didn't even get into the stuff that's you know over at Disneyland. You know, I'll let Dave and Jeff when they're next when they're on next talk about that stuff because obviously they were over there they got the vibe from D23 and you know when they talk their Disneyland show they can start talking about that stuff i think i think really that within 5 6 7 years i'm glad i bought DVC now because then i think the numbers that Disney World is going to generate year after year is going to start to be off the charts comparatively speaking to now it's crowded now but all the stuff that's coming, I think it's going to get that many more people down there. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Chuck is about to tell you where he can be found on the interwebs. I can be found on the Twitter machine at Chuck in the chat. And in 49 days, I'll be found in Walt Disney World. Well, 49 days from today, not the day that you're <laughs> listening to it. Steven, where can they find you? Yeah, you can get me on Twitter at SJMDisney. And on Facebook, it's Stephen James Maxwell. And you can find me on Twitter at Daily Walt Disney. And as, a, as of this recording, in 15 days, I will be down in the world um, for a, not a fortnight, but nine days. So, wait, hang on. Are you going to see a uh, great movie ride? No. Okay. I already made that. Most likely not. Are you going to see Ellen? No, absolutely not. Are you going to see Fantasmic? Absolutely not. So what are you doing over those nine days? Oh, I have so many awesome fans. I got the Navi River Journey. I got Flight of the Banshee. I got Peter Pan's Flight. Which is called Flight of Passage. I, um, I got Peter Pan's Flight. Why? I got uh, no. P- Peter Pan's Flight. Why? I, <laughs> I have Seven Dwarfs Mine Train twice. Why? I have, Why? I have all, I have all the Stop. I have all the Go to Fantasmic, Pat. I will not be going to Fantasmic. Take 35 minutes out of your day, which would roughly equate to one time waiting in the Peter Pan queue, and go see Flight of pa- or, uh, Fantasmic. <laughs> my my Hollywood Studios, I have one day there, and uh, we're going to rope drop. We're going to do 
Toy Story. Then we're gonna we have fast passes back to back for Rock and Roller Coaster, and then Tower of Terror, and we have Star Wars. We have lunch at Fifties Prime Time, and then we're out. That, That's my day. That sound you heard Hollywood was me Studios. hitting my head against the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> That's my day at Hollywood Studios. Why the rest of the day is gonna be spent at the pool? Why don't you take an evening? And go see the Star Wars show, or and go see Fantasmic, plus the new projection show. You know, it's, it's Hollywood Studios has nothing to do at night. Plus, you could get yourself a nice peanut butter and jelly milkshake for all of oh. you. All which of I'm, you. Which I'm the getting Twitter in the machine. afternoon. I'm just saying. Pat, what was your uh, Twitter handle, handle again? At Daily Walt Disney. Yes. Please t- tweet at Daily Walt Disney and tell him to go see Fantasmic. Star Wars, the new projection show, and get a peanut butter and jelly milkshake. This that and, may take more than one tweet. <laughs> I don't think I think that's more than 140 characters. Um, I will definitely get the peanut butter and jelly milkshake when we have our dining reservation at 50s Prime Time, so you don't have to worry about that. The rest, I'll give you a big old maybe on the rest of them. How about that? No. Yeah, the best <laughs> we're gonna get. <laughs> And let's see, where else can you find me? Oh, on Facebook, you can find me at Pat Gennetti. So if you want to leave me some messages there about how awesome Fantasmic is and how I should go see it, feel free. Do that there, too. And you can find us all on Twitter, at the Mickey Dudes. Find my original blog content on themickeydudes.com. <laughs> um, one day, somebody else will write a blog. And head over, guys, again, if you want rumors confirmed, if you want a year's worth of coffee, become a flavor originator at joffreys.com save thousands over at dvc resale market.com if you're in the market for dvc that rumor is also been confirmed what also has been confirmed this night chuck and steven it's been a blast thanks a lot for being on the show tonight until next time ladies and gentlemen boys and girls have a good night or day yeah depending on when you listen to it Just listen to another exciting episode at the Mickey Dudes Podcast. You can find the Mickey Dudes on Facebook at the Mickey Dudes Podcast and on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes. If you enjoyed our podcast, please share the love on Stitcher or iTunes. Thank you for tuning in and we'll see you again real soon.